Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. This is another recap episode every 25 now, starting with 1151. First, uh, before I forget, thanks sponsors, Upper Deck, Panini, Tops, Heritage Auctions, Huggins and Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Compsy.com, and Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. 1151 was the nine listener questions. I'm getting more questions, and so I'm dealing with more of them in an episode. My episodes, I don't want to be less than 10 minutes, and I absolutely don't want to be more than 15, and so I can get five, six, seven, eight, nine listener questions. This one was nine. I probably could do better show notes so you could dig in, but they're all numbered, so I do know if I'm referencing something, I know which one it would be. 1152 was the Pro Football Hall of Fame semifinalist that they were announced. Uh, I don't even know that's early enough. Those are 25 guys. Now they've cut it down to the finalist, which is 15. And then they let seven of them in or something like that. And like I say, it's hard to get way ahead. Again, many collectors are very savvy fans and very aware of the Hall of Fame electability in every sport and in football. Uh, but in football, it's a little different because I think they do try to balance out the positions. I don't think there's any quarterbacks this time. You, Like I said, once they're announced as semifinalists, that may even be too late. There's probably successive increases based on being a finalist and then being elected. And there's an early rise there, but it is not always sustainable. But if you're a fan of somebody and you think they're deserving – Buy them before they get on that list. 1153 outtakes about eBay and ComC from Hobby Hotline. That was back when the eBay ComC relationship was announced. And I don't have any inside information. I don't have any then. I don't have any now other than I think I'm pleased as I try to vicariously walk through some of the other entities in our industry thinking, what would I do if I were the boss? But it sounds like a good deal to me for both parties. 1154 was outtakes on prospect restraint from a hobby hotline, a completely different topic that we dealt with. But if you just indiscriminately buy all the prospects, I don't recommend that. If you do some analysis and try to figure out, it's one thing to have restraint to not buy them when they're cheap. It's another thing to dump them after a year or six months when they're not starting or not doing that one. So I think this is the one where Drew and I were talking about uh, how much time do you leave them in the oven? So go back and do that. And frankly, all the hobby hotline things, you just, you really ought to subscribe um, because then it's fresh. This is quite a bit later. 1155 was then and now on pricing techniques with Rich Klein. Always enjoyed doing things with Rich. Sometimes he comes up with a suggestion for a topic. Sometimes I do. But we were just talking that nowadays, private sales are a problem. You have to verify them. I don't know that they're suspect, but there's so many public sales now that are digital that you can scrape or or get reporting on. Uh, that's the easy part. You might want to verify that there are bona fide public sale uh, through an auction or through eBay, but private sales really were all we had. And I think that was the, the secret of some of our success is that when they were all private, it was all about verification and levels of surety. When you heard about a sale, if you could verify it or you knew the person, we're never going back to that, but private sales are important. We hashed that out. 1156 was the value box etiquette that was suggested by Mookie Chilson, I think. It's a rich client and I dealt with that. It's pretty obvious with value boxes or dollar boxes. Don't even show up if you're six. Don't even go to the show, much less be in the dollar box where you're sitting or standing in one place for a long time and potentially coughing or sniffing or snorting or sneezing. Waiting your turn. That's basic etiquette. Using please and thank you. But the other one that I think is etiquette to me anyway is I try to be systematic. It's not required, but if people say, I'm starting here and I'm moving this way, then the other person could respond, 
correspondingly. I don't want to jump ahead of somebody. I'll ask, are you working on football now or baseball? And I try to go with a sport. And that's my version of etiquette. If somebody called me out and said, hey, again, I have just as much right to be there as they do. But on the other hand, I don't think we should be working the same column, the same box at the same time. 1157 Holiday Hobby Traditions with Rich. He just loves the Secret Santa thing. And I think the Secret Santa is every year, I think, for Rich has gone to the next level. He gets very involved. He's the kind of guy I'd want to have draw my name because I think he's a generous Secret Santa and really enjoys it. And he has a good result. And I like it when good guys get good results. So he had a good time. 1158, the Upper Deck Bruins Centennial Hockey. There's some more Centennials coming up. And not just that, I think every manufacturer, Panini, Fanatics, Tops, Leaf even, if they do geographically centered, whether it's by team or by Metroplex or by West Coast or something. If you look back over time, the McDonald's sets were very regionalized. I think regionalizing some of these sets where demand can be more focused is a good idea. I, I think there's more to come there. And I was glad to do that. People can quibble about some of the things in the set, but it's an honor to have your team honored with its own set. 1159 was the grading logistics with, again, an old friend of mine had a problem and it just lingered and lingered and wasn't accusing me. I don't think he just wanted understanding. He wanted a solution and I really couldn't give him a solution. And frankly, I'm not sure he has a problem. Who's responsible for the problem? He got slow service and he thought inattentive service. I think that's guilty as charged. But as far as card switching and other kinds of things, as I said, once it gets in-house, there's lots of cameras, uh, the chain of custody, I think it's very hard. When you look at the movies, whenever there's a big theft or a heist, they disable the cameras. <laughs> and so if a camera was disabled, you'd be sus suspicious about that. But on the other hand, before it gets to the cameras, that could be a problem. I don't know, and I sympathize. But again, if I were in charge, I'd be trying to make sure that every loophole was covered up because people don't like not even thinking the perception that their cards are not safe and secure. Uh, 1160 was Christmas thoughts. It was Christmas day. I titled it born a collector. I, I think once you're a true collector, you're always a true collector. You don't lose it. You may take a break. Uh, and I thought it was just interesting again on Christmas day. I thought, you know, I should, you know, I've done other episodes I've down, done for three and a half years. There's parallels between religion and collecting, not just Christianity, but lots of different religions and collecting in terms of the commitment and the diversity and the expression. Just take that for what it's worth. 1161 and 62 were both nine listener questions. Really enjoying that. 1163 and 64 were right on New Year's Day and, and, and the Wednesday right after. Goals and prediction, I broke them in half. My goals, as I said, I'm not really a goals person. Even when I had the company, I wasn't really having goals as much as I wanted to make sure uh, we were full speed ahead in the right direction, or at least the appropriate speed, uh, under control speed uh, ahead in the right direction. And the predictions, if you go back and listen to that, if you haven't listened to it, I will say this on reflection, some of those probably are not predictions for 2024. I think they're, tr again, trends, and I think things that will happen, but it might be one year, it might be two, three, five, I don't know. But I do think there are things that are reasonable that could happen. And as I said, nothing in the hobby, nothing in cement. There were lots of theories people had of going to do an, a whole episode in this next group of what's the definition of junk. And it has changed. There were things that were junk that are precious now, and it could go back the other way. 1165 was a series of rookie card ramblings with Victor. Roman Victor is about as serious as you get and dedicated, and he's passionate about rookie cards being properly understood and properly classified 
And I, I think he has found, as, as we've discussed, that, that people don't like it if you tell them something is not a rookie card. They want it to be a rookie card if they have it. And it goes for dealers and collectors. But on the other hand, I think there are some undisputed things about rookie cards that have historically always been true that point to certain rookie cards being better than others. And whether one rookie card, in fact, is the best of the rookie cards, that's one of the things he's working on. He and I are mostly in agreement, but the problem is what I've found is when you write something down, everybody can be in agreement until you write it down. It's like attorneys. You can have a handshake on a contract, then the attorneys write up the contract and say, wait, I didn't agree with that. So um, putting specificity on it is something Victor's doing in his book, and I encourage him. 1167 was the sensory challenge episode. Uh, I think I've done some things like that before. I'm, I'm getting older. I'm not perceiving that I'm declining, but I watch my dad decline in front of my very eyes and my mom now, and it makes me see things different. And I've done enough tributes to see that life is precious and not, life is not permanent. And be of, of, the, of the good senses and the abilities that I have and that other people have, I don't take them for granted. Uh, 1169 was the uh, Martin Luther King Day, the application of that. I just realized that this is the fifth year of doing the podcast where I've had uh, an opportunity to do something in or around uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. This is the first time I think I've really done that, where they looked at the person uh, and and what he stood for and how that uh, can be really positive in our hobby. So again, I don't know that I'd say it's political or, or social, but Martin Luther King Jr. was still alive. And, and then when I had the company, I don't think it was even a holiday for uh, many of those years. And now the, the people stop and they remember, and again, a lot of good. 1170, the card show listener questions. I, I think I'm going to start doing that for a while instead of just having the random listener questions that are grouped as I receive them or, or when I uh, think about it. I think I'm going to try to put them together in thematic groups. And uh, I think that'll be more fun for you and more fun for me. It'll help me to refer back to a specific episode that, oh, yeah, I talked about that when I did listener questions for card shows. So if you're interested in card shows, you can dig into that. 1171 is, I don't know if it's going to be infamous. I did something I rarely do, and that is buy uh, some expensive boxes on at the Huggins Scott auction, brought them in, took my time. And then when I had a time on the weekend, and it was snowy outside. I broke down the boxes and I did them with a YouTube a rudimentary system there where I just pulled them out, opened a pack at a time and tried to go. It's their five, six, seven minute uh, videos because there's three of them because each of the boxes, there's an SP Authentic, there's a SPX and an SP Game Used from 0304, which is LeBron and Punchline. I got zero LeBrons, Dwayne's, any of the good guys like that. But I got a Michael Jordan autographed uh, SP signatures. So I'm smiling about that, but that was an unusual situation. 1172 were the outtakes with ComC. John Newman is just an interesting interviewer. When he brings me on his show, he has a way to ask questions that other people don't ask it in the same way. So even if I've been asked the question the same way, if John Keating or John Newman, one of those guys asked me a question, I know it's a thoughtful question and I try to give a thoughtful response. So he's asking me about power selling on on ComC. And I, the only people I've heard that don't ComC are the people that dabble in it and don't really understand the power that can work for you. I think I've figured it out at least to enough degree that I really enjoy it. 1173 outtakes from the Hobby Hotline episode that was just a few weeks ago with Adam Palmer and Rich Klein. Adam did a great job. Rich and I always have fun together. This one, I didn't even title it because I think there were a lot of random things there. Some fresh, 
again, most of the stuff I'm trying to do is trying to do evergreen stuff, but occasionally there's something that's interesting that comes up with uh, a current issue that uh, has applicability for going forward. And I, I love that when there's a, a reflection on the past, what's going on in the present and what it might mean for the future. Lastly, with John Newman, the outtakes when he wanted to dig deep into Cleveland, specifically the national, the city, but also the national, the venue, the, the logistics of all that. I think he's excited because he's going to be able to drive and many East Coasters are going to be uh, able to drive. I will not be driving. I will be flying, but I travel uh, pretty light. And there, there's a whole bunch of hotels that are pretty similar. They're all like a mile away and they all have a shuttle or a shuttle circuit. But in, in each one of them may have a trade night. I just don't know. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing what the regeneration of the IX Center, because it was going to be demolished, I think. And now it's back and, and hopefully they've made some improvements and it's going to be fun. So I'm enjoying it. I'll be there. And uh, thanks, John Newman, for asking questions about that so I can share. Again, you really ought to be a subscriber to Sports Card Nation too. So that's it. I'll see you in a couple of days. And again, enjoy the hobby and uh, thank you very much. The man